Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hello, America, and happy Monday. What a crazy weekend it was at the last minute, and I do mean the last minute. The House and the Senate and Joe Biden came to a deal that allowed the government to stay open. A lot of conservatives wanted to shut down, uh, Matt Gates among them. But uh, Kevin McCarthy made a deal with House Democrats and a large number of Republicans to pass the bill. The Senate passed it. Joe Biden signed it. It bought 45 more days of time. Now, what's going to happen is that Kevin McCarthy, forced by the conservatives in his caucus, is going to complete the process of passing the 12 appropriations bills, regular order, the way they promised to do it before they got elected. Uh, And uh, that is going to be a a grind of a process. There's a lot of disputes. There's a lot of disagreements. But right now, 70% of the funding has already been approved by the House. The rest of the bills uh, only account for about 30%. They're going to get that done. That's going to be a big moment in the um, uh, the uh, process that Republicans delivering on one of the things. Yeah, they were trying to get passed without doing it. It didn't work. And now uh, they're going to do the process the right way. Meanwhile, Matt Gates is pressing uh, to have a, a vote on a motion to vacate, which is uh, basically a motion to fire Kevin McCarthy as speaker. Gates says that McCarthy broke his word by the deal he made with Democrats this weekend. McCarthy says the deal only allows me a little bit of time to fulfill my word. Those two are duking it out, and uh, it's that's going to play out uh, over the next uh, several days. We've got the perfect first guest today to referee this. He's the chairman of one of the most influential arms of the Republican House Caucus. Uh, Congressman Scott Perry, chairman of the House Freedom Caucus, is here. I think he has an interesting piece of news to break with us. We'll see if that happens. Does he support Matt Gates right now? Does he want Matt Gates to hold off? Tune in after the commercial break. We'll get to that. In the second half of the show, uh, we have a great interview with uh, Tiffany Justice, the co-founder of Moms for Liberty, a brand new lawsuit brought by the Heritage Foundation on behalf of Moms for Liberty, trying to force the uh, education department and the Biden administration to reveal has it been collaborating and coordinating with the Southern Poverty Law Center, a liberal nonprofit group, uh, to try to smear Moms for Liberty, to try to smear parents uh, who are advocating for their children in school districts as extremists, as hate groups? Um, Tiffany Justice can explain why that lawsuit's important and what's going on on that very front. That's going to be in the second half of the show. So two great interviews today. Now, before we get on to the day's business, I want to start with 
a very important uh, story uh, that happened over the weekend. Um, during the effort to delay, Democrats were trying to delay the vote that was going to get a deal um, in the House. They wanted the Senate to come over and force the hand of the House. The House was prepared to get its own deal done. Jamal Bowman, Democrat congressman, pulled a fire alarm right in the middle of that. He says he mistook it for the button to open the door. A lot of people aren't buying that. Uh, Republicans believe he was trying to delay the vote by pulling a fire alarm and causing a panic that would delay the floor vote. Uh, Whatever the case is, there are calls for an investigation, including from Speaker McCarthy. There are calls for um, him to be expelled. A couple of members, including um, Nicole Militakis, wants him to actually um, do an expulsion uh, effort there. So all that is playing out. But I want to step back for a second and just think about the behavior alleged or confirmed in the last few weeks uh, by Democrats. Democrats have a bad boy problem. They have a uh, culture of corruption problem. All right, so you got a congressman allegedly pulling a fire alarm to delay a proceeding of um, Congress. Hmm. Sounds like something the January 6th committee did. That's why Marjorie Taylor Greene was uh, suggesting that uh, Congressman Bowman be treated the same as the January 6th defendants who were accused of disrupting the vote to certify the 2020 election. Uh, You've got uh, Senator Robert Menendez and his wife charged with bribery. You've got uh, uh, Joe Biden under an impeachment inquiry. You got Hunter Biden indicted for gun charges and still under investigation for tax and perhaps other charges like lobbying. Um, And there are there is an ongoing set of controversies in Illinois where the House, the, the disgraced former House Speaker of the Illinois legislature, uh, was involved in a bribery scheme. Uh, the Securities and Exchange Commission just indicted the utilities, the large electric companies that were part of that bribery scheme. Uh, again, casting another pall on the House of Democrats. There is a culture of corruption cloud hanging over the Democratic Party as it moves into the 2024 election. And that doesn't even include the Virginia state uh, Democrat candidate running for the state legislature who uh, apparently had a live porn performance designed to uh, raise money for her campaign, having sex with her husband on air, on camera, whatever that is. Um, Wow, that's all the issues hanging over the Democratic Party right now. An odd and unexpected twist. The Democrats are going to have to defend themselves on the basis of corruption. And um, we had a great story by Charlotte Hazard uh, this morning that really pulls it all together. I want to highlight one other thing right now. Um, Bill Clinton has weighed in on the open border, and he's not on Joe Biden's side. He's not on New York City's side. He told our good friends at WABC Radio that uh, the system is broken and we need to fix it. How about that? Uh, uh, A Democrat calling out the Democrats' open border policy. Um, hmm, A lot going on there today. All right, folks, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Scott Perry, Congressman Scott Perry, chairman of the House of Freedom Caucus, with some surprising news, I suspect, on the fight over Matt Gates and Kevin McCarthy for the uh, race for speaker. We'll have that right after these messages. Folks, Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. 
You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store, Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. To say that it was a dramatic weekend in Washington would be to under, it'd be an understatement. It really was something to watch, watch the passion, to watch the fight, to watch the maneuvering that is really behind an effort to finally shrink the size of government. And in some ways, it, it had some of the chaos, emotion, and fervor that uh, I think our founding fathers had probably during those first Continental Congresses and in the first years of the founding. There's really important issues going on, and I know there's a personality conflicts, but at the end of the day, this is the first moment in my professional career in Washington where I've seen a concerted effort to stop the, the march of government size, to stop the debt to begin a process of rolling it back. Uh, on the front lines of that um, uh, very important debate is the House Freedom Caucus, and we are very lucky to be joined right now by its chairman, Congressman Scott Perry from the great state of Pennsylvania. Congressman, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, John. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's been a crazy, look, it's been a crazy year, let's face it. But I, <laughs> let me set this up, and John, you know this, but maybe your listeners don't. So since 1974, so that's all but 50 years ago, um, but since 74, it was called the Budget Control Act. They set up a system where each body is supposed to pass two things. One, a budget. So just think about your household budget, how much you expect to take in in a whole year. And that's how much you can spend. And then the spending bills that all, when added up, there are 12 of them, equal that top budget. Um, and, and the House and the Senate are supposed to move each of those spending bills so that the public can see what they're voting on and where they're spending our money, all the amendments and all the votes. That process I've described to you 
that's that's 50 years all but 50 years old has only happened four times in the last 50 years the last time being 1996 so when the speaker was elected in january we made him to commit we made him commit to getting 12 appropriations bills or spending bills on the floor he has failed that's why we are where we are now while the speaker has failed I will tell you, at least we have five bills. Five of the 12 have made it to the floor. Four have passed. One did not. The Senate, by contrast, have moved zero bills to the floor. And, John, they don't intend to. This whole system is set up so that four people in Washington, D.C. decide all the spending. And that's what they usually call the omnibus. Omni meaning everything is in it. And the bus means headed down the highway. So these four people, the four leaders of the House and the Senate, get together determine all the spending, and they wait till the crisis hits, and then they say, this is your alternative. You haven't passed anything, so you either vote for this or you shut the government down. Members don't want to be responsible for shutting shutting the government down, so everybody marches off the cliff together. We have put our foot down and said, we are done with that. We are not going to allow that any further, and I think that they just figured they'd get to the end like they always do, and everybody would cave in. And it didn't happen. And that's what you're seeing right now. People say, well, why is there only a shutdown when Republicans are in charge? And this is an important point, because when Democrats are in charge, there will never be a shutdown because Democrats never argue over how much money to save or how much uh, how many programs we don't need. Democrats only they always agree on spending more. The question is, is how much more? It's never any less. When Republicans are in charge, there's always some component that say, we're not going to vote to bankrupt the country. We're spending too much of the taxpayers' money. We've got to get a, a handle on it. And that's why it only happens when Republicans are in charge. You are, are pretty sharply critical of um, the Speaker's failure to get the 12 bills he promised to get done. Remember, this is something he promised, by the way, it's also required by the law, other than those two things. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the two minor little points. Um, All things, yeah. Has he lost your confidence? Would you vote against him or to uh, va- uh, vote to vacate a uh, motion to vacate the chair if given the chance? Well, I will say it like this, John, and I'm not going to obfuscate here. Right. But I often say when you do something in the, in life is just as important as what you do in life. And so while the speaker deserves the ire and the accountability that comes with these failures, the timing of this is as important as anything else. We fought to get these 12 spending bills through so the American people can see what their money's being spent on and who's voted for it or against it. If, if there is no speaker, all that stops. Yeah. All that stops. We have 45 days to try and get this accomplished now. And we're, you know, I just don't think it's optimal that we spend that 45 days fighting amongst ourselves and at the end of it still end up with nothing. You can get zero wins for the American people if you do that now they want new they might want and they probably do want new management in the house of representatives but even under new management in 45 days we're not going to have the task completed and the new management is going to do the same thing the old management yeah. did Kick it's the can again. Helpful. yeah so right now you want everybody just to focus on the promise you made the voters back in 2023 we're going to do the 12 bells we're going to do normal order Let's get that done. We'll worry about McCarthy or the speakership afterwards. Is that correct? Yeah, I think it's important to get these 12 bills done, get that set, and then we can go back and look at all the infractions and shortcomings of the management and make changes. And I think it's totally, 
and completely appropriate. But let's focus on getting some wins for the American people, because I can tell you, John, if we don't move these bills, the Senate's going to look at that, who haven't moved one bill yet, and they're just going to say, we're going to send an omnibus to these guys, and they're not going to have any choice except to take it. And Chuck Schumer is in charge of all that spending. One guy, with the help of McConnell, who in this instance, as you know, uh, I don't think is any better. Run the clock. Uh, is the game for them. If they can run the clock and put uh, everyone's back to the wall, they always get that uh, omnibus bill by running the clock out. And this time it seems right. like there is a path to stop it. I mean, it, it does seem that it seems to me, and it's interesting, I've been talking to everyone's a little upset about something, right? Everyone has their grievances right now. But right. even moderate Republicans kind of are on board with the idea that this is a good way to do things in terms of getting the 12 bills done. Uh, there's the remark, even though it didn't get done according to the calendar, there seems to be some unanimity that doing it this way is the right way and a way to fulfill a promise to uh, the American people that was made last year. Do you sense that even moderates and others now realize that this, even though it didn't work out the way and it's been dramatic, that this is the way budgeting should really be done? Yeah, the, 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 uh, across the spectrum, they all agree it should be done. Nobody agrees that it would be easy, though. And, and we never right. thought it was going to be easy. The way they've gone, the reason they've gone to doing what they're doing for the last 50 years is because it's difficult. Well, first, it was because it was difficult. And then leadership at some point figured out, wait a minute, we'll just, you know, if these guys can never agree. We don't have to help them agree. That right. just gives us all the power. Well, that's a pretty good position to be in. We like that. Let's just keep doing that. The only way for individual members to have their voices heard is to take the the process away from leadership. And so I think we're all on the same page. Now, it's taken us way too long, and that directly goes right to the speaker. But most members want to be able to vote on the bill. Yeah, yeah, that's it. They do. And in fact, it it gives people the opportunity like uh, to vote. Uh, A lot of people want to break off Ukraine because they do want to support the military, but they may not want to give more money to Ukraine creating separate votes for those bills, allow people to vote their conscience rather than get stuck on some big giant gobbledygook. Will Ukraine be broken out as a separate vote? Well, it was. And yep. that, you know, that was something that we pushed for. You did. The, and, and to let everybody know, leadership, they, they were just recalcitrant. They would not do it. So what they wanted to do is exactly what you described. In order to fund our troops, the United States military, I would have to vote to send money to Ukraine. I didn't want to do that. They wanted to force the vote, which, you know, because they want the Ukraine money, but they don't want to be held accountable for it. They want to say, look, everybody else voted for this, too. And we just told them we're not going to vote for I'm a guy who spent over 30 years in uniform. We're just not going to vote for that with that Ukraine money. And when they finally realized that we meant business and that their bill was not going to pass, they were finally forced to split it out literally the night before. Once they split it out. The defense uh, appropriations bill, the defense spending bill passed with all our support, all the conservative support, every bit of it. And the Ukraine funding was a separate bill. I voted no. Many voted yes. But the majority of Republicans voted no. It was the Democrats who all voted in lockstep to send a blank check to Ukraine. And -hmm. it's not to say we don't empathize with the people of Ukraine, John. You know this. But our country is broke. We're literally borrowing this money from China to send it to Ukraine. That, that's, I, I don't know what that is, but it doesn't sound like it's very good judgment. Now, let me just put it like that. Yeah, 
No, it, it, uh, that, uh, there's a, a legitimate debate going on in this country. And if we weren't in so much debt, it would maybe be an easier call to make. But it's not so easy when we're, we're racking up this debt at, uh, at epic proportions. Right. Uh, I want to ask a little bit about leaders who have stepped into the void uh, during the dispute. It seems like Tom Emmers has been helpful behind the scenes. Uh, Byron Donald seems to be helpful in certain sense. Who are some of the people you look at and say, you know what, they're trying to get the job done the right way. Uh, unlike some of our leaders that we're frustrated with. Yeah, the 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 whip Tom Emmer has been an honest broker. Um, you know, you don't always you don't always like the answer you get, but it has to be the truth and and uh and Tom has shown himself to be truthful and uh and you know, he's not going to lie to you about things, which you can deal with uh the information as long as it's the correct information. So Emmer's been helpful. Byron and Chip, uh, Byron Donald from Florida Chip Roy of Texas are uh, uh, two of the finest individuals that I know of. They are both strategic and tactical thinkers who see the whole battlefield and see the way through things, but are hardcore conservatives who will not accept the failures of the past, and my hat's off to them. And we worked with uh, some of my other colleagues who don't necessarily always agree to vote with Freedom Caucus members or our positions, but we're willing to come to a good arrangement. Dusty Johnson is one. Right. Stephanie Bice. Um, uh, uh, Kelly Armstrong is another one. Um, like I said, we didn't put an agreement together that only Freedom Caucus could agree with. But, John, we put an agreement together that cut 8% of spending and fixed the border. You tell me when the last time is, is that a Republican Party left, right, or center ever put something like that. 8%. Tell me when the last time they put 1% up of a cut. It was, you know, we just haven't seen things like that. And it was the willingness of both sides to work it out and kind of say, this isn't going to be perfect for me and my people. It's probably not going to be perfect for yours, but it's a way through this. And it's a baby step in the direction of, you got to think about this, John. Right now, we're taking in about $5 trillion annually in revenue, but we're going to spend, we're going to spend $7.2 trillion in deficit, right? We're trying to get Republicans, Democrats aren't going to do any of this. We're just trying to get Republicans to, to, to vote for $7.1 trillion, not yeah. $7.2, $7.1. And, the, and they're, they're resisting that mightily, right? <laughs> they can't even do that. Um, and so that's how hard this problem is. Yeah, no, it, it really is remarkable. And, and spending has become like water now in, in Washington. No one seems to have any consequence for it. Um, Matt Gates, it seems to like he's going to pursue with a motion to vacate, though he didn't do it today on the floor. What, are, are you urging him to delay it and go do the uh, the bills first and then come back to this issue after that? I would say that would be the, the, our major objection uh, objective must be getting a win for the American people. The way to get that is through these spending bills where we can actually force the border policy yeah. tied to money on the Biden administration and make them make them tell the American people why we should let hundreds of thousands of people in every single month. But if, but if Matt vacates the chair, um, that's not going to happen. So I'm not saying that Matt isn't uh, isn't justified in the right. shortcomings of our of our management and our leadership. But timing is important, and I think he will get much more support 
if he can hold off until these spending bills are completed. Yeah, that's an important development, and I want to keep an eye on. Last thing, because I think a lot of people were amazed by the behavior. Uh, Congressman Bowman uh, uh, pulling a fire alarm. Do you buy his story? Do you think there should be punishment? Of course there should be punishment. No, I don't buy his story. <laughs> Nobody confuses a fire alarm yeah. with a door entrance. Right? That, that's the most absurd thing I've heard. What he was trying to do, and we all know it, was delay the vote in the House until the Senate could get the Ukraine bill over to the House. He was trying to delay an official proceeding. I don't know, John. The last time that happened, a whole bunch of people that's right. went to jail Hundreds. or being persecuted or being prosecuted, and that's not over yet. So justice has to be blind. If it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. Yeah, a lot of people are going to be watching to see how the Justice Department and Capitol Police handle that one. That's going to be pretty darn interesting. Congressman, it is always an honor to have you on the show. We always get straight talk. We have real clarity about where this is going, and that's exciting for us today. Thanks for joining us. We'll be sure to stay in touch. Thank you so much, John. Thank you, sir. You you as well, sir. Thank you. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, more from our uh, coverage. We're going to have uh, Tiffany Justice, Moms for Liberty co-founder here. But before we do that, I want to uh, take a minute to welcome one of our new sponsors, Factor. Uh, With the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days when you don't have time to cook a fancy dinner. Well, Factor is there. They're America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, and they can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. I've been using these. They're incredible. They cook in two minutes. They taste like something out of a restaurant. They're not frozen. They've got no, they don't have the normal preservatism. They are amazing. And if you support them, you're going to support us, right? And for a short while now, uh, listeners, our listeners can get 50% off from Factor. That's right. Factor is going to give you 50% off. Now, all you got to do is head to factormeals.com slash justnews50. Let me give you that again. Go to factormeals.com slash justnews50. Or and use the promo code Just News Fifty to get fifty percent off. Just News Fifty. That's a pretty good uh, uh, deal. How, how many times you get anything off for fifty percent right now in this inflated economy? The answer is almost never. But my good friends at Factor, they're going to give it to you today. By the way, the meals are great. I've been trying to eat healthier, lose weight. I've been losing a lot of weight, doing good. Uh, these meals are wonderful for dinner or lunch, and they only take a couple of minutes, and they're ready for there. They really like having a restaurant meal right at your fingertips. Go today to factormeals.com slash justnews50. Factormeals.com slash justnews50 to take advantage of that 50% off discount. That's a great deal. All right, folks, we'll be back with more programming in a few seconds with our exclusive interview with Tiffany Justice, Moms for Liberty co-founder, right after these messages. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home 
and it's title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge your signature on a home sale form, then he or she refiles as the new owner, and bam, your home is not in your name, and all of a sudden, debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at signup. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary Home Title Lock protection free. So go to HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at HomeTitleLock.com. Go there today. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you your 100% money-back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order, plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick house nutrition and of course field of greens all you got to do to take advantage of this offer visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code just news that's promo code just news at fieldofgreens.com don't wait go to fieldofgreens.com today use the promo code just news for 15 percent off all right folks welcome back for the commercial break a few weeks ago we had a good story by greg piper taking a look at the southern poverty law center and its efforts to smear conservative groups as government extremists or hate groups. Uh, we noticed that the number of traditional hate groups have been going down, so they expanded the, de the definition, and they started to smear groups like Moms for Liberty, even though there's no basis to think that they're an extremist group or an anti-government group. Uh, that story got a lot of attention, but also it started a, an effort uh, to find out what role maybe the Education Department and other government agencies had in propagating the criticism of Moms for Liberty. Of course, the Education Department didn't respond uh, to the Heritage Foundation's FOIA request. Uh, and, and as a result, this past week, there was a pretty important lawsuit, an open records lawsuit, to compel the Biden administration to uh, reveal any records of its involvement to try to attack or portray uh, Moms for Liberty as an extremist group. We're very lucky to be joined by, right now by one of its co-founders, Tiffany Justice. Tiffany, great to have you on the show. Oh, thanks for having me, John. Really appreciate the opportunity. It's a fascinating thing. I've watched the Southern Poverty Law Center really more from a civil rights group that probably played a constructive role back in the 60s and 70s to really an attack dog that tries to use its perch to call anyone who disagrees with it or liberal values 
an extremist group or a hate group. This lawsuit is pretty important because you suspect that the Biden administration and some of these federal agencies probably are involved, right? Yeah, I mean, we know the FCC went and met with the Biden administration, I think, up like six times in the three months leading up to um, us being, you know, put on their website. So um, we have a lot of questions. Our moms are concerned. It's really put a a target on our backs, John. And, you know, this mob mentality of hate group, hate group, hate group, just, you know, seen everywhere on Twitter um, and really keeping us from being able to interact in the way that we need to as American citizens. And you and I both know American moms and dads speaking out at school board meetings is an extreme. It's, it's really exemplifying the very best of our country. Yeah, I think a lot of people figured, oh, well, after the Justice Department got caught for that silly uh, uh, effort to sick the FBI on parents. All right, well, that's solved it. They're not going to do it again. But really, the SPLC has just continued the assault on parents and parents groups uh, trying to portray them. Why do you think that is? What What's motivating them to, to take, you know, something that's an organic parents' rights movement and try to uh, portray it as something extreme? Yeah, I mean, we've seen this continually, you know, since COVID, right? We saw the teachers' unions working with the Biden administration, working with the CDC, right, trying to have their will done. Um, we see the Biden administration, as you said, with the DOJ, the domestic terrorism thing, and now we see these non-governmental organizations, a nonprofit like the SPLC with a treasure chest, I guess they keep on an island uh, off, uh, off of the United States because they don't want that money being tracked. You see them now trying to come after parents. I really think we're uh, in the middle of an awakening across the country where parents, Community members, Americans are waking up and coming together. I think there's been a real effort over the past 20 years, 30 years, 40 years to divide us. Um, and, and now we are coming together across party lines, across you know racial lines, religious lines, and saying we are parents. We are going to have our voices heard. We want our children to have a bright future. And, but, I, but I do think that all of these, the, the weight of all of these different organizations or, or entities coming down and trying to silence parents just shows you what a threat this new movement is to the you know, elite establishment, political establishment in the United States of America. And for those of the people that would say, well, you know, the Biden administration has only been there for four years, what we've really realized is that this long march through the institutions has has created, as we've talked about, this administrative state that continues chugging on and chugging on with so much power and influence regardless of who is in the White House. And so this election in 2024, this presidential election, is a really big deal. Uh, local elections are a really big deal. And, uh, you know, the fact that we're having our voices heard and that, uh, that we are uh, getting a lot of flack, I think, means that we really, truly are over the target of the administrative state and taking them out. Yeah, it really is amazing. It was maybe about a year, year and a half ago when I first heard you utter this term, and you've probably been talking about it for a long time, but parents don't have to co-parent with the government. That's really what's issue here. There is a growing effort for school districts and teachers and teachers unions to supplant the parents' role in raising children. And when, as soon as you push back, that's when you get called extreme. Really what you're pushing back against is government interference in the raising of children uh, how how much is that sinking in with everyday parents? Now, even parents who aren't traditionally political now realizing, hey, there's a threat to my ability to decide what's best for my child. Yeah, there absolutely is. I mean, you have, you know, schools keeping secrets from parents. Uh, um, they're having these private conversations with children about their sexual orientation or gender identity. They're not asking these kids, are your parents a Democrat or a Republican or right? They're just keeping the secrets. 
They, they honestly think they know better than you for your own child. And when we look at some of the situations when they say, why are you keeping a secret from these parents? You know, in Florida, I told you about a case where they came out and said, well, the parents are known to be Catholic. And we knew they wouldn't affirm their child's gender. And so you have this situation where government schools, and that's what we have, right? Government schools, it's not a splurge, it's just the reality of the situation. Right, right. They, they are making decisions, cutting the parent, driving a wedge between the parent and the child. And we see the expansion of that more and more. The federal government would like to have more and more influence over your kid's education. A couple of the things that they're doing, um, the, the lowering uh, of informed consent, that age down to 12 years old, just happened in Maryland. It's in North Carolina. So many parents right now think their 12-year-old knows enough about their vaccine history or different things about themselves to make decisions regarding medication when they're at school. I'm going to think not a lot of parents feel that their child has the ability to do that. That's happening. The other thing that the Biden administration has been pushing is this idea of not needing parental consent for schools to get reimbursement for Medicaid. This is a really, really bad thing to have happen. It gives schools carte blanche. They're able to uh, go to Medicaid, try to get reimbursement for services. The parent doesn't even have to know the services are happening. And so we have a lot of evidence of parents being cut out of their children's lives by the federal government, by government schools. We have had enough Moms for Liberty. We do not co-parent with the government. And I promise you, Every parent has a line. I know there are parents listening to this who think they don't, you know, they may think they know about Moms for Liberty or they may have heard bad things. If you don't think you have a line where the school or the government is going to encroach on your rights and responsibilities as a parent, I promise you that you do. And when you find that line, we will, we will be here. John, Moms for Liberty will be standing here because we're protecting your parental rights as well. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable uh, to watch the change. And I think it's really in the last decade where this sort of became systematic um, across uh, school districts. And now it's pretty far embedded in a lot of particularly um, blue state uh, school districts. There's also been a lot of successes, uh, hard fought successes. Uh, Loudoun County, I think, perhaps is one of the places here in suburban Washington, D.C. and the Virginia suburbs uh, that was ground zero for an early fight. In the last couple of months, we've seen Governor Glenn Youngkin pardon a parent who was uh, convicted of a crime just for protesting at a school board meeting uh, what had happened to his daughter. And then uh, this past Friday, uh, the former school superintendent being convicted of retaliating against a teacher who tried to report some wrongdoing. Uh, long time coming, but two victories uh, in the court and political system. How important are they? Yeah, lawfare. I mean, listen, the, this fight is in the courts right now. These are huge wins. These are important. It's important that the governor uh, pardoned Scott Smith, as you said, his daughter was raped in the bathroom by a student who identified as being transgender. That same student went into another school and sexually assaulted another child. So they just moved the, the, the one student. And, and again, another child was violated. And so it's important to safeguard our children while they're at school. Um, it's really important to pay attention to the litigation that we're seeing across the country. I was just in Montgomery County, Maryland, another bedroom community yeah. for the administrative state, I think like Loud and like Fairfax, right? And what we're seeing is some of these counties are, are the wealthiest counties in the country, but also 
uh, what they would say would be progressive counties. We say regressive counties. There's a court case in Maryland right now that's waiting uh, a ruling from the Fourth Circuit to know whether parents can opt out of uh, a rainbow storybook collection, a book named Pride Puppy being read to kindergartners where they're asked to identify words like leather and drag queen. Um, parents are, are, you know, their kids can't read. Why is this book being read to them? And I had a parent that said um, they felt like their child was being rebaptized into another religion, this religion of gender ideology while in school. So these cases are important. I believe that case is going to make it all the way to the Supreme Court, John. And these are important rulings that are going to help us to move our country forward. And parents are engaged and involved. Just want to say one last thing before I go. Thank you to the Heritage Foundation for helping us to navigate Washington, for helping us to get this information. Thank you to the nonprofit law firms that are coming in, that are taking up these cases. Beckett Law Firm in Montgomery County, ADF, Super Free Speech, Southeastern Legal, Goldwater, Wisconsin Liberty and Law. These groups, Parental Rights Campaign, they are doing amazing work. So if you're looking for someone to support, of, of course, please support Moms for Liberty, but know that the legal work that's happening across this country is very, very important. Oh, it is. There's no doubt about it. These are cases that are going to set landmark um, precedents in some cases, but also just expose the collaboration that's going on between federal agencies and advocacy groups on the left, because I think that's what this uh, latest uh, lawsuit with the Heritage Foundation is aimed to to do. Earlier, um, you had raised the possibility of also looking at a defamation lawsuit at SPLC. Is that something that's still in the works? Yep, that's something that's still in the works. When we're, we're kind of finishing up some legal analysis, and we hope to be able to move forward. Uh, the American people need to know. They need to understand whether or not the federal government is working with these nonprofit organizations that get millions and millions and millions of dollars uh, to, to try to silence the American people. Um, if the federal government can't do it in front, they're going to go behind, and this is the way they're trying to do that. So we want to know, what does that SPLC designation mean? Uh, and how is it being used by the federal government to continue to try to limit our freedom and liberty? Yeah, that's important education. Uh, last question for you. There are a lot of places where there are problems, but there's also some states that are really beginning to create a model to restore parents' rights and, and restore the uh, role of parents in their education of their children. Florida, of course, one of them. What are the most encouraging examples when you look out over the country uh, you're having a profound effect in a lot of communities. What are some of the uh, hopeful signs that parents' rights are going to be restored and reaffirmed over the next few years? Yeah, I mean, we're seeing attorney generals really, you know, paying a lot of attention to these cases as they're coming and giving interpretations of the law. That's been really important. I think in Missouri, um, Andrew Bailey, that AG, has been doing some yeah. really great work. Um, we see some state superintendents really moving the ball forward to uh, Kay Brumley in Louisiana. Uh, Ryan Walters in Oklahoma, um, uh, Jacob Oliva in uh, Arkansas, Ellen Weaver in South Carolina, uh, really putting the focus on the science of reading. This week is Teach Kids to Read Week, um, and we're really excited about, you know, talking about kids learning to read and, and moving forward and, and making sure the science of reading is being used in the classroom, in classrooms and with teacher prep all over the country. Um, so there are bright spots. Um, you know, there are some, it's dark when you look at the fact that only one third of kids are reading on grade level. But the truth of the matter is, John, 95% of kids have the ability to learn to read. Yep. And so there's no reason it's not happening. And I think we can turn this ship around quickly with the right teamwork and coordination. And so, you know, we're seeing bright spots. We're thankful for the governors that are, are standing beside our moms across the United States. And we had 24 bills that passed across the United States that our moms were a part of, you know, over 500, as you know. 
first candidates in, in 2022. Yeah. So making some great progress. We have a new campaign kit out. If anybody wants to take a look at that, if you're thinking about running for a local election, go to Moms for Liberty dot org back, uh, forward slash candidates. There's a free campaign kit there that you can use to help you run your race and win. It's it's uh, you know it, it feels like you've been around so long, Tiffany, but it's really only been three short years. And I think of all of the progress that's made. And also, uh, someone said this to me the other day: What if Moms for Liberty wasn't here right now? What would have advanced, or what wouldn't have been stopped uh, if it weren't? It's kind of amazing to see how quickly you guys have gone from a startup to a, uh, a, a group that's at the table for so many of these important debates. Uh, pretty satisfying. What are the, what are some of the uh, challenges and goals ahead for Monster Libby over the next uh, few months? Continuing to make sure that we get good, solid candidates, liberty-minded individuals elected to school boards. That's where the reclaiming and the reforming of public education really is going to happen. So that continues to be a focus for us. Um, our moms will continue uh, watching policy and helping to support good policy and fighting against bad policy across the United States. They meet in legislative committees together um, and are doing that work, and it's wonderful. The campaign kit, as I said, really useful tools. And then we'll just keep telling the truth and giving people who are, are bright leaders the opportunity to be able to tell the truth alongside us. Courage is contagious. And our mission statement is to unify, educate, and empower parents and bringing people together. Uh, it's so incredibly important, starting a chapter in your area and then educating people on issues so that we can keep moving forward uh, to ensure that this country remains the beacon of light for the rest of the world. I did an interview with a gentleman out of Japan, and we were asking him what he thought of, of America. He had lived here and moved away and came back, and he said, it feels like the light of America is dimming. And so if that's the perspective from an international reporter, um, we need to safeguard uh, how important America is. We need to understand um, how important America is to the rest of the world, and we need to be leaders uh, when it comes to things like our national sovereignty. Other other nature, nations are, are watching us, and we are an example for them. Yeah, there's no doubt. There was a, a, a woman I met, uh, I think, at your Philadelphia event a few months back, and she had a T-shirt on that said, if you lose liberty once, you lose it forever. I think it's a John Adams uh, statement, but it is such an important uh, moment to realize that once these freedoms are taken from parents to school districts, getting them back is going to be impossible. That's why you guys are on the proactive side, uh, reversing and challenging things uh, as they're being brought forward. And that is an amazing uh, accomplishment, also an important role in protecting freedom. Our moms are awesome, John. I mean, they're, they they're the brave, smartest women, and uh, they do this with pure heart and intention. And so uh, Teach Kids to Read Week, hashtag Teach Kids to Read, go online now. Talk about reading. Talk about how you helped your child to learn to read or how you helped work with your school to help your child learn to read. It's so important. Yeah, that it is. And if you want to start a chapter in your own community, MomsForLiberty.org has an incredible map. Go check it out. Go get involved. Reach out and uh, spread the word. That's a, It's an amazing movement that we've all seen. Tiffany, always great to uh, have you on the show to get a good update. You're on the, of, uh, on the front lines of perhaps the most fight most important fight that America is facing right now. And uh, we'll be watching this Heritage Foundation lawsuit real quickly. And if you make a decision on suing the SPLC for def defamation, we're going to want to get you back on right away. Absolutely. Thank you, John. Yeah, thanks to, have, thanks to have you on. It was really good. Okay, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. 
You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Report. So grateful you can join us today. A big thank you to Congressman Scott Perry, who did make some big news on this show, and as well as Tiffany Justice for bringing us up to speed on that Heritage Foundation important lawsuit, trying to learn the role, if any, the Biden administration played in targeting moms and parents as extremists uh, through the Southern Poverty Law Center, if that's what's going on. An important uh, transparency lawsuit that we're going to be following closely. Also, remember, we got a brand new Sponsor Factor, Factor Meals. Go check them out. Healthy meals, ready to eat in a couple of minutes. Uh, they're chef prepared. They taste like a restaurant. They're really, really good stuff. They're dietitian approved too. They're healthy. Part of my kick of getting healthier this year in 2023. Right now, if you go to factormeals.com, factormeals.com slash just news 50. So factormeals.com just slash just news 50. You're going to get 50% off your order. Where do you get 50% off anything? That's a great deal. Go check it out today. Once you once you start getting these meals, you're going to want to keep them going. They are delicious and convenient. They make healthy eating possible, even on a busy day. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50 to get 50% off or use justnews50 as the promo code. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Justin News. So grateful you can join. A big thank you. Uh, check out the website today. We're going to have you covered day and night on the very dramatic developments on Capitol Hill. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So 
you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group. Text Just News to 989898 right now.